Are you hungry for the Word of God? Yeah. How many people love the Word of God? Yeah. How many people say that I will not be just hearer, but I will be a doer of the Word of God? If you just hear the Word and you don't do it, you will be like a foolish man who built a house on the sand. And when the rain comes down, when the storm and the wind hit, the house will crash big time. People who obey, who practice the word of God, shall be like a house built on the solid rock. No matter what happens, he or she will continue to stand. Amen? Amen? So we need to know the word, and we need to put the word into practice. And we will be blessed. The blessing of Abraham will be upon us. I cannot make decision for you. I make decision for myself. I make a decision to love the word and to practice the word every single day. I'm not influenced by man's opinion, by people pressure, by any need, by any society thinking. I am influenced by the word of God only. Amen. We need to be that kind of Christians. We stick to the word of God. I like to read from John chapter 10, verse 10 first. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The Lord Jesus came into the world to give us super abundant life. What does it mean? The quality of life, the life that is superior in quality compared to the people in the world. And also more in quantity. We are talking about quality and quantity. So Jesus wants to give a superior quality of life and also more quantity of life. Longer life. Quality, more peace, more joy, more faith, more favor, more grace. And at the same time, in quantity, we have longer days of life on earth. We have more anointing. We have more fruitfulness and more money, more finances and more things in the world. Jesus wants us to have super abundant life so that we can live our life for the kingdom. Can you imagine if we live a life that just get by, scrape by, barely making it? In other words, check by check. The energy just run out by 4 p.m. and then you have to collapse on the ground. Or you don't have any more wisdom for something else. You just live day by day, scrape by, getting by. You cannot do anything much for the kingdom of God. God wants us to have more than, more than enough so that we can have leftover to build the kingdom. We are living on earth to build the kingdom. On Friday night when we arrived here around almost midnight, we saw a big, big Toyota car, big SUV came in, picked us up. All the luggages can fit in there. All the people can fit in there. Very comfortable car, comfortable SUV. I sat in there, and when I arrived at home, so many bedrooms, so much space in there. And I turned to Pastor Da, 
that night and say to her, "Now I believe in super abundance, because if this family or these people have only a small little car, they cannot pick me up, because I came with a big luggage. They cannot pick up four people, and then they don't have a space for us to stay to bless the servant of God." Thank God, even though in that home they have only two people to live, but they have more spaces to feed other people, to take care of other people. They have two people, but they have three cars. Super abundance. Two people with three cars, and not only the driver, the owner of the car is a small lady, but she's a big truck. I was thinking, how come this little lady have a big truck? Because God is a super abundant God. He gave the little lady a big truck so she can serve the Lord. Amen. I totally believe in super abundance because when we have super abundance, we can have more than left over to do good work, to build the kingdom, to build the church. I don't believe in poverty mentality. I don't believe in getting by, scraping by, check to check, and every month just to just suffer financially. No. You can have the super abundant mentality, super abundant attitude. You believe, and you will get what you believe. Amen. So believe that God can bless you with more than enough. But the problem is, we have the enemy. The enemy is his name is Satan. The Bible says the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So why God want to give us super abundant life so that we can be the blessing to the whole world, to the nations? At the same time, the devil will try to block it, try to hinder it, and steal from us and kill our health, our finances. We in the warfare all the time. We are pursuing super abundant life, not for the selfish attitude, but for the kingdom. But at the same time, the devil will come around and try to devour, try to destroy our super abundant life, and even the great man like Apostle Paul faced the same problem. If we read from Second Corinthians chapter four, verse six and verse seven to nine, I will read from verse six on Second Corinthians four six to nine. The Apostle Paul wrote this way: For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown into our hearts to give the light? Everyone said the light. God wants to give us life, a light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God wants us to have a lot of light in us, but we have this treasure in these earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. God has put into our life treasure, the light, the life, the Holy Spirit, the super abundant life, the potential to have super abundant life in us already by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible continues to say, "We are hard pressed on every side. Hard pressed, put pressure on." The devil did not like Paul. He tried to get rid of Paul, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not 
destroyed. So why we are serving God, walking with God, following God, a man of faith, a woman of faith, living our life for the kingdom, building the church, preaching the gospel, and we are pursuing the super abundant life day by day, year by year, that we're going to have more increase each year to do more for God, more anointing, more wisdom, more joy, more faith. That's the kind of man I am. I'm very hungry. I, I'm always hungry and pursuing the things of God all the days of my life. So as I'm pursuing the super abundant life, the devil comes in and he will put pressure. He will try to make me confused. He tried to strike me down and he tried to persecute me. And that's what happened to Paul. The devil is still at work. We all face afflictions and disappointments and hardships and rejection and misunderstanding and all kinds of problems because the devil doesn't like us. Amen? That's why as believers, we should support one another. The last person in the world that should be your enemy is your own brother and sister. We should love one another and we should support one another. We already have the enemy of our soul out there trying to get rid of us. Amen? Amen. Pastor Da and I make a decision long time ago. We will never hurt any believer. We will never attack any church. We will never hurt any church. We will not forsake anyone. We will be faithful to everybody and we want to be the blessing because we know that Christian life is not easy. We have the enemy already trying to attack us. So we should stand together, working together, and protect each other back. Amen? So the Apostle Paul make a declaration here. This is a statement of faith. Okay, you need to understand. He said, I'm pressed all from other side, but I'm not crushed. Wow, he speak with faith. And then he say, even though I'm struck down, I'm not going to be destroyed. Because I have the light of God in me. I have the super abundant life in me. I'm not going to be destroyed easily. I'm not going to be out of the picture. I'm going to continue. Paul faced problem, but he never get defeated. He continued to go on and on and on. Actually, this is a promise of God. If you don't give up, the book of Psalm 34, verse 19, the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. In other words, there are many, many attacks and trial and affliction toward the righteous people. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. I've been a Christian for more than 30 years now. I faced all kinds of problems. When I started a church, oh, I tell you, all kind of problem, car accident, people attack me, people call around in the city, tell people not to come to this church. Oh, they all look down on me. They say that I'm just eating milk from the bottle. I'm just a non-experienced pastor. I'm not having a big nose. I should go and have a plastic surgery to so have a big nose like American pastor. I don't have the blonde hair and brown eye. So this guy going to fail. Everyone attacked me right and left when I started the church. But the Lord promised me he would deliver me out of them all. And now I'm still standing here 29 years later, serving the Lord more stronger than before. Because no matter what pressure come, no matter what persecution come, I'm going to stand. I'm not going to give up. And I will wait for the super abundant life to happen to me. And now we have super abundant life in our church. We have everything. We have all kinds of youth to help our video ministry. 
because super abundant. And then we now we can bless people in Europe, in Thailand. In the last trip, I went there. 1,400 people show up in a room that fit only 900 seats. People sit on the floor everywhere. Now I have super abundant life because I never gave up. No matter what the devil tried to attack me. It doesn't matter how many people attack me, talk bad about me. I continue to serve the Lord and never gave up. And that is the attitude of Paul. Amen? Amen. You see, we are going to face hardship. Therefore, today I want to talk about faith and patience. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18, Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, even Paul, okay? Even Paul, not only me. Time and again, but Satan hinders us. You know, when you get serious about God, if you just go to church, sit there, half an hour, go home. Listen to nice sermon and go home and do your own stuff. The devil may not bother you that much. But when you take serious about building the kingdom, when you start to move in the fire, when you start to cast out demons and set the captive free, the devil is not happy. He's going to do everything to attack you, to stop you, to make you quit and not go on because you are the threatening man and woman to the kingdom of darkness. And I like that. That's why I like to watch the Kung Fu movie. I just bought another 20 Blu-ray. Jet Li, Jackie Chan, Ipman, because I like to see Ipman fight with a bad guy. I'm the fighter. The devil come, bam! He cannot knock me down. Satan tried to hinder me. I'm going to knock them down. And I'm going to move on and God's going to bless me. God's going to bring in more people to the church. Amen. I will never quit. I never give up. That's why the Bible promises, okay? You are the believer. You will always have victory. You will, but don't quit. Once you quit, you've defeated. The key is don't quit. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks to be God, who always, everyone say always, leads us in triumph in Christ. Wow. If we don't give up, He will lead us into triumph. I have no question at all. The church in San Diego, the church in Orange County, the church in St. Gabriel here, or in Los Angeles here, Gonna do well. I have no question because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. One thing I learned about walking with God is like a Lacan Thai. Thai soap opera. You know, if you think about this, if you watch Lacan Thai or Thai soap opera, there will be different chapters, different parts. In the early part, the good guy get attacked a lot. The girlfriend run away, problem happen. But always at the end of the Lacan Thai, the good guy and the good girl come and marry together and stand and hug in front of the ocean and happy. So whenever I get attacked and something bad happen, I say to the devil, hey, the chapter is not done. At the end, I will be fine. You can do whatever you want, 
But the end of the Lakhon Thai is not there yet. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Remember this? The story is not the end yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to have this attitude. Let me read Hebrew chapter 6 verse 12. This is a key scripture for today for the super abundant life. That you do not become sluggish or discouraged or give up. But imitate those who, listen carefully, through faith. Keep your faith up. Don't give up. Don't walk away. Don't run away. If you stand, you know, Pastor Da and I have been together in the church for 30, almost 30 years now. We see people come and go, come and go. But after many years, we stand through faith. Every time something bad happens in the church, I say, Jesus will build his church. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. We stand in faith and patience. Or in other words, endurance, perseverance, never give up, will inherit the promise. What is a promise? Super abundant life. The life of God. The fruitfulness. The victory. The triumph. So the key words to get into the promised land, to get into the super abundant life, the land flowing with honey, flowing with milk, the land that even the grapes need to have two big guys carry so much, so much in that land. You need to have faith. No complaint, no murmuring, not look at the negative things. I like to be Joshua. I like to be Caleb. I like to be those people who never look at the negative things. Oh, the giant's too big. The land is too hard to get in. I'm going to have faith. That my God is going to give that land to me. I'm going to have faith for the promise of God. The promise shall be done. And not only that, patience. Amen? If you want to get to the super abundant life, you need to be patient. Faith is important. But what will carry you, what carry me from Seattle to Los Angeles is the airplane. Is that right? I came by Alaska Airlines. The airplane carry me from there to here and I get to the destination. The same thing. Even though we have faith, but we need something to carry us to the destiny. And the spiritual force to carry us to the destiny is endurance and patience. Why we need that? Because on the way, the devil is going to attack us. The devil is going to cause us to get discouraged, feel defeated. Feel like I want to give up. Christian life is not the passive life. That's why God called us soldier. We are living in the world that is full of wickedness, sin, and curses, and all kinds of problems that try to attack us. Therefore, we cannot be passive and say, God, when are you going to bless me with super abundant life? No, you have to fight. You need to stand firm. Get up and say, I'm going to fight with faith. I'm going to be patient. You cannot knock me down. I'm going to go on. I will not quit. I will not back off. I may be struck down, but I get up again. Huh? Ha! 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 I'm not going to give up. Amen? 
You struck me down. I get up again. Ha! <laughs> the favorite. Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. The trick of the enemy is to keep attacking us, attacking us until we wear down and get discouraged to the point that we will quit and walk away. That is the trick of the enemy. God doesn't want us to quit. As long as you don't quit, you're going to have victory. I'm going to read many scriptures from now on to show you that the Bible warns us again and again and again not to quit, not to give up. The day of victory is coming. The last chapter of Lakontai is coming. One day you're going to stand with your praeg, your good guy named Jesus. You are all the bride. Right now, the bad guy to steal blessing from you. But on the last day, you're going to stand maybe on a mountain in Switzerland with Jesus. And he will hug you, the bride, and say, I'm so proud of you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Come into wedding with me. You know, many Lakon Thai end up with a wedding ceremony. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> happy ending. We're going to have a happy ending. Amen. If you don't give up. Amen. I'm going to read the scripture to you again and again. Scripture say in Hebrew chapter 12 verse 3. For consider him, him who is Jesus. For consider Jesus who endured such hostility. Even Jesus faced persecution, attacks, and conflicts in his life. The devil is not sleeping. He is at work, full-time, overtime. He endures. Everyone say, endure. Such hostility from sinners against himself. Lest you become wary. You become wary. And discouraged in your souls. Whenever the devil attacks you with problems, don't be wary. Look at Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. You know, Jesus is the man of commitment. Do you know that he commit himself to the purpose and the vision of the Father to the point he died on the cross? I want to be like Jesus. I'm going to commit to the vision God called me to do, to spread the file of God to Thai people, Laotian people, until the last day. I will never give up. No matter what happened, I will keep running the course. Amen? I keep looking at Jesus. God told me to do two things. Besides being a local pastor in Seattle, I'm a pastor. But two things that God called me to do in this world. Number one, spread the file of God. Especially to Thai people and people who are open to the file of God. Number two, to produce a lot of teaching. 10,000, 100,000 of teaching, good teaching, and live for the next generation in the internet with the churches so that God's people can receive good teaching. That's my vision. And I'm thankful to the Lord that we have so many people helping me. I have 
sister there, Pastor Kenny helping me, Pastor Sam and Pastor uh, Sang, uh, Pastor e l e e n and Kun Toy, and many people helping me to fulfill the vision. Do you know that when you help me, you help God? You know, we may have many teachers, but we have only one spiritual father. And when you know that who is your father, help him to fulfill the calling of God in his life, and you will get the same reward. Do you know that reward come not because you are anointed, not because you just sit in the church. The reward come because of you are faithful. Faithful. What does it mean? Faithful. Faithful mean do exactly what God calls you to do. Exactly. God told me to do something. I do it exactly what God called me to do. And when you serve and help me to do that job done, you do exactly what God called you to do. And if you're faithful and loyal to the calling in your life, I'm not saying that everyone have to be my spiritual children. There are many good pastor out there, good spiritual father out there. I'm not a everybody coffee cup. Somebody don't like me, but that's okay. But when you are called to be in the ministry, you should be faithful to the end. And when you go to heaven, you will have the reward. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Galatians chapter six verse nine. And let us not grow. Let us not grow weary while doing good. Keep doing it. Don't go weary. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The devil is very cunning. He will use every technique to make you lose heart. For example, you may get into an accident. Maybe the devil attack you with sickness. Maybe you may have some conflict in the church, or he may send somebody to gossip, talk negative thing about the church. You know, this is a human nature. So many good things we don't see. Is it true? So many good things in our life, in our church, in our family, we don't focus. We focus on one little negative, and then we blow it up, and we get mad, and we quit, and we give up and walk away. This how I live with my wife. I always magnify her goodness. My wife is so good. She is beautiful. She take care of herself well. She take care of me. She help me. I focus on the positive. I don't focus on the negative. In the church, you know, my church has problem too, all kinds of problem. There is no church in the world that there is no problem, because in the church they are full of imperfect people. Is that right? But instead of focusing on the negative, I focus only on the positive, so that I will not get discouraged and give up. That's the trick of the enemy to make you focus on the negative and get discouraged and wear out and then quit. Hebrew chapter ten verses thirty-five to thirty-six. Therefore. Do not cast away your confidence or your faith. Don't cast away your confidence, which has great reward. If you don't give up, you stay in your faith, stand firm. You will get the reward, for you have need of endurance. Everyone say endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. What is the promise? The super abundant life, the victory, get to the destiny. You live on earth here, not just for your own money, your own self. You make an impact. You change the society. You change people' life. You 
bring people out of darkness into the kingdom of light, and when you get to heaven, you will have a lot of rewards in heaven. That is the promise, the inheritance for you. Amen. Amen. Focus on the heavenly rewards. Focus on fulfilling your destiny. Don't focus on the negative thing. Amen. Hebrew chapter 3, verse 14. For we have become partakers of Christ. We're going to partake both the suffering of Christ and partake the rewards of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence, stay fast. Everyone say, hold, stay fast. We, God called us to do something. For example, God called you to do help the technology, the PowerPoint. You hold fast. You hold steadfast. Don't quit. Keep doing it faithfully. Don't quit. Keep doing it. Amen? Don't quit. Don't walk away. And you're going to have a lot of rewards. Endurance. Because on the course of serving God, you're going to face conflicts. Somebody going to talk negative to you. The devil would try to break up the church, get you out of the file of God. Because he know that if he can get all these sheep scattered, the sheep going to be in trouble. So that's why you need to hold steadfast. Don't quit. Keep going. Amen. In Hebrew chapter 10 verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Everyone say, hold fast. fast. Now, when you fight karate, you have to very stand firm. You need to know how to stand, to fight. If you're wavering, you're going to get knocked down. So you have to be holding fast. The Bible talks about we are the warrior. We are the soldier of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 14. Ephesians 6, 10 to 14. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Be strong. Don't be baby. Don't be crying baby. Be strong. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You see the devil can attack the church. The devil can attack you personally. He will try everywhere to make you quit and give up. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Your enemy is not your pastor. Your enemy is not your brother and sister. Your enemy is the devil. Don't be used by the devil to attack one another. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, listen carefully, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand Withstand. You're not going to give up. In the evil day, all of us are going to face some evil days. Okay? No one can avoid those days. We're going to face some disappointment. Many years ago, about maybe um, six, seven years ago, I got a group of people in my church that gossip about me. Actually, what happened is this. I served in this church, in my church, for almost 20 years without any penny, no pay. Serve for free, day and night, serve. And then one day, the elders decided to bless my birthday with an amount of money, be a reward to me that I served. And they gave me a little bit of money. A group of people in the church were not happy. 
And these people were saved by me, lay hand by me to be to be filled with the Holy Spirit. But they had a bad attitude. They gossip about me that Pastor Lao took money from the church, and they sent all the blogs and put all the email out to everybody and attack me that I'm bad pastor. And I, what? <laughs> I never take money from you. The church want to bless me, and this is not even my own idea. It's the idea of the elders. What happened? The whole gang, about 20 people left the church. I was very discouraged. These people were saved by me, trained by me to be leaders. But after they left, I picked myself up. I encouraged myself in the Lord. Go on. The seats are empty. Within only one year, God sent new generation in. Most of them are Chinese, and they came in, and they're even better than that generation in that job in the church. God never let the church go down. You can do whatever you want; the church will go on. When God sent those people in, now they are worship leader. They help me produce MP3 video. Oh, God sent in so many people. God sent in rich people to pay money for the ch- so so much. The church is full again, and now we can move to a new, bigger building. Ha ha ha! If I don't give up, no one can stop the work of God. Amen. So we need to understand the evil day gonna come. We're gonna face the evil day, but stand firm, amen. Stand firm, and you will be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, you do the best you can to stand. Everyone say stand. And then right after stand, verse 14, stand. <laughs> Haven't done now to stand. Don't go down. Don't let him hit you down. Get up. Fight again. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So keep standing, keep fighting until you win the battle. Don't quit, don't give up. The devil will come to you with all kinds of things. Come to you with suggestions, come to you with imaginations, negative thoughts, evil thoughts, all kind of thing, doubt. You have to fight with those things. Don't entertain those things. Resist them, and sometimes even come with the things in the world: money, comfortable life. Look at Luke chapter twenty-one, thirty-three to thirty-four. This is another trick of the enemy. Luke twenty-one, thirty-three to thirty-four. Heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. Your job one day will be gone. Boeing will be gone one day. Microsoft will be gone. Everything on earth gonna pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourself. Be careful. Take heed to yourself, lest your heart be weighed down. One of the way that the devil will make your heart weigh down, get discouraged, give up with cursing, which means. Go out and having fun, party, looking for food, having fun, drunkenness, and cares of this life. I want to make more money. I want to be more richer. I have to have fun, and that day come on you unexpectedly. My dear brother, sister, are you living the life that ready to meet Jesus any time? Amen. I have to admit to you, I really. Honor many Christians in Thailand. Every time I fly there, 18 hours on the flight, 
I got people from all over the country that willing to come on the bus, fly to there. Some people even follow me to two cities: Chiang Mai, Bangkok. The same face, and they have to fly back and forth. And they did not come from Chiang Mai; they came from northeast of Thailand, flying to Chiang Mai, fly down there, spend all of their own money because they want to get free to meet Jesus. They're on fire. They don't love the world more than God. They seek God first. I go to Thailand only three times a year. They think that only three times I'm going to meet this man. I'm going to take this opportunity to be there in the meeting because I want God to do something for me. They're so hungry. They love God more than making money, more than just having fun. Go out and drink and have fun. This is the way the devil will trick you to get discouraged and quit. Is to lure you with the happiness of the world, with money and with a lot of stuff. So we have to stand firm and never quit. Amen. Amen. What is the final result in Second Corinthians four ten? The Bible says, "Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ." In another word, all the fight, all the attacks, all the hardships, all the discouragement, all the disappointment that you have to face because the devil keep on attacking you. That the life of Jesus, the super abundant life of Jesus, may be manifested in our body. Thirty years have gone by. I'm so glad. I never gave up. I'm still running the race, even faster than before, even more on fire than before. I'm more hot for God more than even ten years ago. Pastor Da say. I could not even keep up with your teaching. I could not listen fast enough to keep up with all of your teaching. I still run all over the world, lay hand on people, want to see people saved, because the life of Jesus is working in me. All those attack, just piece of cake. I gonna keep running, and God give me more and more super abundant life. All of my kids are doing well. Good family. My oldest daughter married a very godly man. We have two beautiful, smart, and obedient grandchildren. God bless me financially. God bless me with good health. Bless Pastor Da. He he bless our church. All the kids in our church are blessed. Every young baby, young kids in the church love God, serve God. Now the third generation rise up. They all serve the Lord now. Oh, you know, I want to say something to you. We all were gonna die one day. Is that right? This is my heart. Before I die, I want to leave a good legacy to the next generation. People in Orange County build a good church. That one day, your kids, your grandkids, will be in a very good church. They're going to be protected and experience the super abundant life, because you are the parents who start and do the right thing for God. Amen. You know, I have done that for twenty something years now. I'm so happy. I have been leaving some good legacy to the third generation now. Amen. Amen. We have only one life to live. Don't quit. Keep running. Keep doing, keep standing, keep fighting the spiritual warfare. Amen. I see the change a lot in Pastor p r e s e r t kids. First, I came here to California a few years ago. Your kids are very confused and very 
kind of uh, naughty, and now they're very kind, very quiet and calm because you are in the file of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God can give you super abundant life in every way if you keep your faith up, stand, don't quit, keep going, keep believing in the promise of God, doing your best, do your whatever you can do, do the best you can, and the rest will come. Be faithful. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to the negative criticism, negative complaint and murmuring like the children of Israel who could not get into the promised land. Be it on the camp of Joshua and Caleb, the camp of faith, the camp who believe that our God is mighty, the camp to see that one day we're going to go into the land that flow with milk and honey. We're going to see that soon and very soon. Amen. Don't walk away. Don't be those people who say, I want to give up. Amen? Amen. My dear brother and sister, the Bible say, you choose today, life or death. You choose today, blessing or cursing. What I'm preaching to you today is your choice. You're going to choose life or death. You're going to choose the blessing or the cursing. For me and my household, I and Pastor Da and my children, we choose the blessing. We choose the glory, the presence of God. We choose faithfulness and loyalty. We choose the way of God. We are not influenced by man's opinion. We want to serve Him to the end. Amen? How many people want to do that? We want to be the people who stand in faith and patience until we get the promise. How many people say, I will never quit? I will never quit. I will endure. Persevere to the end. Thank you, Jesus. My dear brothers and sisters, no one is perfect. We all have weaknesses and some you know, shortcomings in life. When we serve God together, don't focus on the shortcomings. Focus on the positive thing. And remember this, have faith. If God can change Paul, the persecutor, to be the great apostle, brother and sister around you who are not strong or still weak, God can change them to be the world changer. Don't just look at the negative. Have faith. Be people of faith. Always have faith. Believe that God can use your brother and sister and use you. Amen? Amen. Anytime negative feeling come in, negative thoughts come in, go out right now in the name of Jesus. I don't entertain you that negative idea. Amen? Amen? There will be the time of testing, the trial of trials, the time to prove your faith, the time to prove your faithfulness. God is going to test you. You must pass the test. The test to see how much faith you have. Are you faithful? Are you standing in faith? Are you going to give up? I pray that you will all will stand in faith and never give up. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we know, Lord, your kingdom is a serious matter. Because it's related to life and death. 
hell and heaven, cursing and blessing. Lord, for us, we choose heaven. We choose the will of God. We choose the calling of God, the blessing, and the way of God. Oh, Father, we want to be used by you, just like Joshua and Caleb, King David and Paul, who say that I have been pressed from all sides, but I'm not crushed. I'm struck down, but I'm not destroyed. I want to stand in faith. Get up, stand, and fight again. We will never give up. We will never let the enemy keep us in the desert land, in the land of just enough. We want to enter into the promised land, the land of more than, more than enough. To get to our destiny, Lord, we're gonna practice Hebrew chapter six. Say, faith and patience, we will inherit the promise of God. We're gonna get to the last chapter of this story, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you feel that you have backslidden, you kind of walk away from the promise of God or from your faith. This is a good time. That you will pray and confess, God, take me back. I have backslidden. I have walked away from your vision, your calling in my life. Forgive me. If you are those people, why don't you pray with me right now, Father in heaven? Sometimes, Lord, I'm discouraged, and I backslid. I gave up in my heart. Today, your word, your spirit, warn me, reminds me to get up again. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to run the race, to fight the good fight of the faith to the end. Until I inherit the promise of God. Forgive me, Lord, for being negative, for being in doubt and discouraged. In Jesus' name, cleanse me, heal me, give me fire again to run the race and never give up. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Turn to the next person, then say, "I will never give up. I will run the race to the end." Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.